Wipe Your Lens podcast aims to inspire and empower working moms, helping them find fulfillment and purpose and confidence through their photography side hustle. Whether you're just starting out or seeking guidance to take your existing photography business to the next level, this podcast will be your trusted companion, providing guidance and encouragement every step of the way. So get ready to unleash your creativity, embark on entrepreneurship while capturing beautiful moments with the blessings of strong faith, family, motherhood, and business ownership. So go charge those camera batteries, grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine, and your pen and paper, and let's get started. Greetings, everyone. Welcome back to Wipe Your Lens. If it's your first time listening in, thank you so much for being here with us today, with me today. And if you are returning, thank you so much for coming back. All right, we are on episode 12, Streamlining Your Workflow time management for busy moms. So streamlining your workflow, time management for busy moms. As a family photographer, I juggle multiple roles as wife, mom of two teenagers, career woman, I still love my career as a pathologist assistant, and of course, a family photographer. Love that too. So streamlining your work, streamlining, excuse me, streamlining your workflow is so essential for your so-called wife life balance, work-life balance, because um, I've said in a previous episode, work-life balance is very hard to attain, especially if you try to do the same things all the time. Um, it just never happens because life happens. Just a phone call that lasts a little bit too long for me will throw me all off. I won't be on my schedule like I used to be able to do when the kids were smaller, which is so crazy because when the kids were little and they, you know, we picked them up from daycare after work, we basically had it down pat. The work-life balance was so much easier than because it was hard, but it was easier because we knew exactly what we had to do every day. Cook dinner get the kids bathed and you know then it got to cook dinner get the kids bathed um get help with their homework and get ready for bed and you know we always knew by this time kids had to be in bed and everything had to be done but now because they're in so many things and my husband has so many things he has to do after work because he's also strength strength and conditioning coach and he does strength and conditioning also on the side and he works at the school it's just a lot and my daughter my son he has basketball practice my daughter she's in the band so she always has rehearsal and it's football season so there's always some type of band um, outing home game or away game every friday night it's something so it which is great because i love it and then once basketball season starts i'm gonna love that too because i'm at every home game i'm at all the games i'm at all the football games now because of band well i try to be but i do my best because of course Like I said, work-life balance is hard to attain, but we do our best. So anyway, here are some great ways to streamline your workflow as a busy mom that works, is a wife, and has your photography business as well. So number one, establish a schedule and prioritize your tasks. I, every day, every night I try to, but at least every day when I wake up, I write out a to-do list. I put it on the notes on my phone. While I'm at work, I actually will put it on, I write it, scribble it on a piece of paper towel because I'm constantly adding to it because I think of things that I need to do and should have done. Sometimes I'll listen to a podcast and I'll have my notes right next to me because I'm always adding little stuff that I learn that I want to try to do or, um, you know, little tips and tricks that I find that I can do. I'm writing it down because that goes on my to-do list. 
So establish a prioritized task and schedule it out so that you know, because if I don't write a to-do list, sometimes I won't do anything that I'm supposed to be doing. I'll know in my head, yeah, I need to do this, but if I don't write a to-do list, even if I do something that's not on my to-do list, I'll end up putting it on there just so I can scratch it off, just so I can put a line through it if it's in my notes on my phone. So that's just me, but prioritize the uh, based on urgency too. put those top things on top. Sometimes even when I know that this thing is urgent, I try to get the little stuff done first so that I could just focus on that and get to it. Number two, automate and delegate non-essential tasks. Now, I used to be the queen of running errands. Now, I even tell my best friend because she is now the queen of running errands. Every weekend or every day, she has to go to some store to get this. And I'm the same way. I know at Target, I like to get a few things that Walmart doesn't have, or we have a store out here uh, called Publix. It's like a Kroger because, um, you know, orig originally we're from up north, so we didn't have a Publix up north like we do here. There's some things that I like to get there that they don't have at Walmart. And a lot of people say, oh, I just don't trust using the um, delivery services and things like that. I don't trust somebody getting my fruit or my meat or whatever. But that is a thing that you could delegate. I, I feel like that has saved me so much time. Now you won't catch me going in any store. I just won't do it. That's a time suck for me. And especially trying to achieve this work-life balance, I'm putting up my air quotes and trying to achieve all the things that I'm trying to do. Time is too valuable. I'm not going in anybody's store to the grocery shops. It used to be, to me, therapeutic. When the kids were small and my husband would stay home with the kids and I could go to make a Target run or go to Walmart, that was therapeutic for me just to go. But now, before I even say what I do now, I used to have the kids Everybody write out what you need, put it on this list. If you need something from the store, write it down. Now, everybody has the Walmart app on their phone in the house. Everybody has the Walmart app. And on that Walmart app, you can add what you need. Don't even tell me, just put it on the Walmart app. And before I hit place my order, I go through the whole list, make sure it's not junk food snacks that they don't need. I'll take them off, but anything that they need, they put it on the Walmart app. And I will go ahead and order it every Saturday at least once a week or twice a week, depending on how much we got before or what we have left. I'll go ahead and get the Walmart app order. And I used to go ahead and pick it up, but that's a time suck. That takes time. Sometimes it's a ton of people in line trying to get their order. I'll have it delivered. I'd rather pay that extra so that we could get it delivered. And for sure, it is totally worth it. It's totally worth it to get it delivered because I could stay at home. I could be um, getting ready, preparing for a photo shoot, if that's what I'm doing, or I can be editing photos and moving on to another gallery to edit or whatever it is, but it's just so much more easy because they, you know, deliver it right up to your doorstep or right up to my garage. I have the kids bring it in, they can put it up, and it just takes at least um, an hour off of my time or two hours sometimes if it's a big Walmart run that we're doing. So other ways that you can delegate tasks are um, hiring maybe a cleaning person. We've tried that before and it didn't really go well. <laughs> I didn't like how they did it. I just didn't feel comfortable having somebody in the house that I really didn't know. So, I mean, you could try it and see if you like it. Another way is someone um, that can help with your social media. I've given ways that you can do it a little bit easier and I actually have another way that you know, it can make it so much easier. And that's going to be in another episode, but stay tuned for that. 
because that would have been the next thing for me is to delegate like blog posts, um, posting or something like that. But now it's just so much easier using different strategies and different software. So we'll talk about that another episode. But there's so many ways that you can delegate non-essential tasks that you don't have to do. Sometimes you have to show up like for a photo shoot, you have to show up for your job, for your kids, for your husband. Um, you have to show up. But other ways, I mean, you don't have to like getting your groceries. Yeah, you have to put in what you want but they can be delivered to you. You don't have to spend two hours at the grocery store and running errands, even stamps. When I have to get stamps, I actually go on ups.com and they'll mail them to me, like little things, because I barely use stamps. So anything that I need, I get it mailed to me. So I, I'm not going in anybody's store. You can ask anybody. I'm not going in nobody's store at all because I can order online and it's just as good. And it used to be actually with Walmart, when they first started the delivery service, they weren't good at it. They weren't good at it at all. So I canceled my membership and I strictly went to Publix. Publix is a little bit more expensive, but it actually, you know, helped me. And I didn't mind paying the extra just to go ahead and get those things in. So the next one is implementing efficient communication systems. I actually invested in what is called a CRM. It's a client relationship management system. I use Irisworks and a lot of you probably aren't ready for that yet but make sure that you use email templates, canned responses that you frequently use. Like when somebody reaches out, hey, I wanted to book a photo session. Um, what I'll do if they haven't tried to inquire like on my website, because it'll automatically give them things. I have a text in my notes that I just cut and paste. Hey, thank you for reaching out. I would love to you know, do a photo session with you or however I word it, however you want to word it, you can go ahead and do that. Um, here's the link that you can book. When are you wanting to book? And I always add a question in there so that we can have a conversation to go back and forth, not just, oh, okay, thanks. Let me know when you're wanting to book. Okay, look over my stuff just so we can have a little bit of a conversation going back and forth and I send them my booking link. So having effective communication systems like a CRM, like I said, I use Irisworks, you can set all that up. It takes a minute to put everything in, but as soon as somebody reaches out to book you, you get, they'll receive something back and then you can have a two-way conversation once they book all those email templates are going out to them they'll answer the questions the question the client questionnaire will go out to them and things like that and it just makes it so much easier because before i used to hand do it and to hand do it it's not bad if you don't have a lot of clients reaching out to you and you're having to scramble to make sure okay this person got these things this person got these things what they're supposed to they're supposed to get it at this time your crm system will delegate that and do it for you but otherwise if you just have maybe one person uh, or one client or two clients or three even three clients per month you could kind of do it and get it get used to it and know what you want to say just to set you up so when you're ready for you know getting a CRM then you know exactly what you want to say and I will actually I do have some templates that I can share and that will be my next freebie I'm gonna write that down so I don't forget so number four optimize your editing workflow i used to hate editing honestly i hated editing because it took so long i love coming back to the computer and seeing what i can do but i would take so much time on one photo that it was just tiring it took a lot of time but now now that lightroom classic has come out with all these editing features it just makes it so much easier i am in the middle of um, doing a wedding right now editing a wedding and yeah it still takes longer but 
even my regular 30 minute and one hour photo shoots, I can literally get it done in one day. It's that much easier because of AI and I'm starting to love AI. That That's what the software is that I was gonna tell you guys about in my next episode is AI has helped tremendously with so much. And I don't like AI where someone says, oh, can you make me look, you know, 50 pounds lighter? Or can you make it look like I'm at the beach and we're at, you know, somebody's house or something like that. I don't like AI when you're lying but to enhance and make things streamlined and to use the edits that you did on one photo to the rest of the photos, that is the way, you know, we should be using that type of software just to help us, you know, do things a little bit faster and easier. So optimizing your editing workflow. If you were to get Lightroom Classic, it's a download with Adobe Photoshop and it goes onto your computer. You can also use it on your phone for free, I believe. Yeah, it's free on your phone but it's easier to use it on your computer and it's $10 a month for Lightroom Classic. I think Lightroom as well and Photoshop. So very, very nice. And they give you a free trial. So you should try that out just to see how you like it. Number five, utilize online booking and payment system. That is included in the CRM that I use, the Iris Works, and it just, it's very helpful. There's also free ones out there, booking systems like, oh my gosh, I can't even, I think there's Set More. I think there's, Stripe even has one, but utilizing those type of systems. And I think there are some that are free out there. Just pick the one that you like the best, put in the dates that you're available, put in the times and then put in how much you charge. Makes it so much easier, makes it so much easier. So you don't have to run around and try to figure out when you have a client coming or something like that. And it's already in their calendar and it's on your calendar. So that helps, but having a CRM puts it all together into one. And you probably don't wanna start with that, but graduating into that is amazing. So six, centralize and organize your files. Oh, I'm still kind of working on that because on my notes, I have so many files and things like that, but I have changed, put them into the files onto my phone, which go onto my computer, and I have Google Docs too organize all these files so that you have them. So even if you do have notes on your phone that you use to reach out to your clients and to keep in touch with your clients, make sure that you put it into a Google Doc or put it into a Dropbox so that you can go back to it on any computer or wherever, just in case you lose your phone, of course. So um, seven, plan and batch your content creation. This will help. Um, I've told you guys before, try to post weekly so that people remember and you're first to come into their mind when they need a photographer. You want to post frequently and you could post about other things besides your photography business, but kind of make it wrap around towards back towards your photography business. I have an episode on here. Um, I think I, I want to say it's episode two talking about what to um what to post and today is my content creation day and the first thing I do is look through my for the week I look through my calendar are we celebrating any of my clients birthdays anniversaries anything like that get those pictures out now so I can get content to go with it and then I'll look on the days of the month what are we celebrating this month I believe there's one that's a beach day so I'm like great I have tons of beach photos that I can just use previous client photos to say, hey, happy beach day to everybody. Let's celebrate, go into the beach, blah, blah, blah. I don't even know what I'm gonna say yet, but I'll grab those photos so that I can create content to go with it for that day. That way, when people think about it, oh, look at those beautiful beach photos. I think I want a beach photo, family photo too. Okay, so that's how I go about planning my content to post during the week. It's 
should be very, very simple. And how I find my photos, I either go back to my client's galleries or I love to go to my Google Photos. I have an iPhone, but I go to my Google Photos and put in the search or even on my iPhone if they're still in there because I delete a lot. I will put in beach and then all the photos that come up with the beach. I try to only put my family in there if it looks like a nice, almost professional photo, but I know I took it with my phone. I can add a couple of family photos or just me and my husband in there as well, but that's how I'll do that. So I plan and batch. So I try to do it once a week, just plan to plan for the whole week. That's easier for me. I know some people that can do it for the whole month, which is great. I haven't graduated to that yet because things change so fast. And I post my clients during that time too. So I have to make room for them. So weekly is best for me. Number eight, set realistic expectations and boundaries. At first, I can never batch my content for the whole week. It would take me hours to try to do that. Now it's so much easier. So be realistic. If I can only do two days in advance and that and the reason why I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and, and tell you what we're going to talk about next episode but the reason why is because I could not figure out what to say or I knew what, what I wanted to say but I couldn't figure out how to say it so all right my next episode I'm going to talk about chat GPT it has been a lifesaver I know some people are like oh it's not good for people to this that and that I thought so too but chat GPT it's a free app you could go to your app store get chat gpt is free you just got to let it know hey i'm a family photographer in the daytona beach area and i need a quick post for i could say for beach day give me some ideas and it'll give you some ideas where to start and then you make it your own you don't take it verbatim but you can make it your own put it in your own voice and you give it even ask chat gpt hey make it a little bit funnier because they'll come out with these stellar elegant language and you're like uh, i don't even sound like that so you want to make it your own but it is very helpful and to help you creating the content because i'm not a copywriter and you're not either probably you could be but as a photographer you're probably not so you know i could just post a photo and it's beautiful but you got to have some wording to it you got to add a caption to it otherwise people are just going to say uh okay they're not even going to respond but you want something and remember to always with your content creation which chat be chat gpt hmm, i haven't actually asked it to give me a question at the end too but you want to ask a question hey are you ready to take your family photos today or are you ready to book or something like that ask them something so that your potential clients are reading your caption and will do something you can say link in bio that's a um call to action for them to do something you want them to do something hey link in my bio hey check out their blog post link is in the bio or um the link is right here or dm me if you want the link to my booking um if you want the my booking link or something like that so next one is to practice self-care along with your time management go ahead and put self-care on your calendar if that's what you need to do self-care and that is like getting your nails done taking a nap whatever you feel like self-care is walking on the beach going for a walk something for you because as a working mom just a mom and a wife, whatever it is that you do, you're taking care of other people. You have to take time to take care of yourself always. And it'll help you avoid burnout. It'll help you maintain just overall well-being for yourself. Make sure you practice that self-time. Do the things that you love to do. People think, oh, Kim, you're always running around and doing things. I actually enjoy 
going to my kids' games, that's almost self-care to me. Just to see them out there happy and doing what they love to do. I really, really do promote that because um, my daughter, for mm, pretty much the whole beginning of her life, she always played basketball. And we always allowed her to do other things that she wanted to try. So, she, of course, she tried volleyball. She tried... Um, what else did she try? She always did basketball. She tried volleyball. She tried dance because she likes to dance. Um, she, then she went into music. And then now she's a drum major at one of the drum majors at her school. But she ended up not wanting to do basketball anymore. My husband's a basketball fanatic. He's taught it. He has a basketball program. He always, he went to school on basketball scholarships. You know, so he's always guided the kids to play basketball because he loves it but she didn't like it for the longest and didn't even let us know so I always want the kids to do what it is that they love to do always foster that because it's I mean you gotta love what you do so anyway um, I kind of went off on a tangent but you have to do what it is that you love to do don't do it for anybody else if you love to do it that's it that's self-care for you so anyway I love going to my kids um, games and their performances because that's self-care to me. I feel good about it. I don't feel like it's a task or anything. I really don't. And 10, and the last one, is to seek support and again, delegate those responsibilities. Seek support. A lot of us don't like to ask people for help. Um, my kids and my husband, for the longest, and I was just talking to my best friend about this, for the longest, they would ask me, we're all at work in school. They're at school, we're at work, we're all on our way home, talk on the phone or we have our uh, group family chat. Hey mom, what's for dinner? Mm. And I'm like, look, I'm, I haven't even been home. Y'all tell me what's for dinner. I, I'm always responsible for dinner. And now that everybody is older, I have teenagers that know how to cook. Um, my husband can come home and cook as well. And he does. But I, unfortunately, I have to delegate that because I'm the one that they think has to cook all the time. I don't know who else goes through this, but I was just talking to my best friend and she's like, I feel you. And she understands. And she's like, that's how I feel too. Or her son, he's always asking, you know, what's there for, for dinner or what are we eating tonight? And it's like, man, it's all on the mom. It really is. I don't know why that is. I don't know if we built that monster, but I think so, unfortunately. But I'm like, you guys are old enough to cook as well. So don't ask me what's what's for dinner. How about we ask together? What what shall we have for dinner? What do we all want? What are we all going to help out with to, to cook? Because mom doing it all the time by herself is not right. So um, I delegate those responsibilities too. In the beginning of the week, we ask what do we want for dinner this week? I'll make sure we have it um, and we're going to delegate who's going to cook it. So who's going to put it together? And my husband has been really, really good with this. The kids, I understand that they have school, they have homework when they come home. So it's not so bad for them. But my husband and I are tag teaming and it's great. It is very great because we both have our businesses on the side and we both work and we're both parents and we're both spouses. So it's, it should be equal, right? <laughs> it should be. So remember finding the right balance between your different roles requires an ongoing evaluation and adjustment. So be flexible. There's, you know, to me, there's no such thing as work-life balance, but you can come to a middle agreement with all the things that you're doing and get it done and have fun doing it, avoiding burnout, avoiding um, getting into a rut. So I hope that this helps. And real quick, I'm going to go over all these great tips and useful ways to go ahead and um, streamline your workflow and have time management. So number one was establish a schedule. Remember I said, you know, do a to-do list every day. That helps me. Two, automate and delegate non-essential tasks. 
that for me is um, having those wonderful uh, Instacart or delivery services. That helps me a lot. Three, implement efficient communication systems. I invested in a CRM. You don't have to do that yet, but every frequently asked question or e email or information that you send out to your clients, write that down so you have it and you can use it over and over again. You just copy and paste and send it to somebody. All right. Four, optimize your editing workflow. That helps so much with photographers. And actually, I didn't even, with Lightroom, you'll see what I'm saying. You can edit one photo, then copy and paste it to multiple photos. That's how you optimize that editing workflow. That's only if you're using Lightroom Classic. I don't know how other software systems behave. All right, five, utilize online booking and payment systems. I know Stripe and there's other online booking systems that you can use to make it easy for people to book with you fast and easy. You don't have to deal with the money part going back and forth with Cash App or anything like that. You could just do it easily with a booking system and they'll hold your money for you and send it to you. Six, organize your files, centralize and organize your files. So those documents that you send out to your clients, um, anything that you use like that, make sure that you organize it. So later when you're ready to invest in that CRM, you could go ahead and put those files in easily and it's already set up for you. Seven, plan and batch your content creation. I've told you how I do it. So go ahead and do that so that every week you know what you're posting for the week. And even if you have stuff to add in there, it doesn't even have to be every day. It could just be three times a week. Three times a week, I think, is a great place to start. You should have enough content and enough photos. And with those photos, you can just create content for that, whatever it is that you want to talk about, especially if you go to those national days of the year, days that we celebrate for the month, you can see what you can use and kind of tie with the photos that you have. Eight, set realistic expectation and boundaries. Don't try to make a to-do list that's overwhelming. Set it where, you know, it's something that you can achieve and feel good about doing. Eight, oh, that was eight, okay. Nine, practice self-care. You're doing that, I know. Get those nails done, get your toes done, do what you have to do, get a, a facial done, back massage done. Those are great. And then 10, seek support and delegate responsibilities. Don't feel bad or sad about asking your children or your husband to help out in things that they could be doing too. Cause I know I will give everybody a side eye. If I'm up here cleaning up this house, and they're just sitting around doing nothing, you know? And I used to be the one, if I if I tell them to do it and they don't do it right, I end up doing it anyway. No, 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 be good with asking for help and letting someone help, all right? And even in your business, hiring a virtual assistant can help with your administrative and editing tasks as well. So remember that, okay? All right, love you all. Thank you so much for listening in and I'll talk to you next week. All right, that's a wrap. For this episode of wipe your lens i hope you found it insightful and inspiring remember as a working mom with a passion for photography you have the power to capture incredible moments and build a purposeful business don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to stay tuned on future episodes filled with even more valuable content if you enjoyed this episode i truly appreciate it if you could leave a review and share the podcast with other moms who aspire to turn their love for photography into a rewarding career. Until next time, keep chasing your dreams, wiping your lens, and capturing the world through your unique perspective. You got this, sis.